Hello, welcome to Bloom Life Planning, Girl's Guide to Money Matters. We are excited to host a weekly podcast where our mission is to motivate, educate, and inspire women to take an active role in their money. Join Michelle Cutter, an attorney, and Shelly Shell, a financial advisor and certified divorce financial analyst, as we have great conversations. Time for a quick disclosure. Shelly Shell is an investment advisor representative with Prism Financial Strategies, which is a registered investment advisor. The opinions expressed in this program are for general informational purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or any specific security. It is only intended to provide education around the financial industry. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Girl's Guide to Money Matters at Bloom Life Planning. This is Shelly Shell. Hi, and this is Michelle Cutter. Welcome, listeners. Um, this episode, Shelly, what are we talking about? Today is Dormant Debtor. If you've taken our quiz and listened to some of our previous podcasts, um, we have a quiz out there. It's Money Personality. And we, if you haven't taken it, great, go in and take it because it's really insightful and um, today, we're going to just talk about the dormant debtor lifestyle um, and really kind of help you kind of emerge from dormancy, really, of being a debtor and and not beat yourself up, really. That's the goal today. Just come on. Let's emerge from being a dormant debtor and move into um, healthier habits that that will make you feel better and and bloom in your in your financial life. And you know, when we were creating this quiz, one of the things that Shelly said that I just really loved, and I wrote it down, she said, a dormant plant isn't dead, it's just dormant. You know, dormant debtors have the ability to come out of debt and bloom with some guidance and support. And I thoroughly believe that. And I think that sometimes people, when we get into debt, it feels kind of like hopeless. It feels that we, this is just going to be a permanent part of life and we're just never going to be able to get our way out of it. And I want to encourage those out there, um, and many of us have been there, so that that is not the case. You, you can use tips. You can use the things that, you know, we're going to give you tips on to create a plan to get yourself out of that um, debt or lifestyle and start blooming. Yeah, so let's get started. When you're, if you're, if you took the quiz and you're a dormant debtor, um, you know, you tend to spend more than you earn and you can have large credit card debt. Um, and so there's good debt and bad debt, right? So credit card debt is not healthy debt because it's usually high interest rate and it's kind of a crutch. Like if you're maybe overspending based on what you, um, earn, you're using a credit card to do that typically. And it's just it's just emotional spending most of the time. And so you're not alone. You are not alone. And it's just taking the first step was taking the quiz, acknowledging that you probably already know that you have more debt than you can handle or that you should have. So, um, you know, so feeling shame. I think dormant debtors probably feel a little bit of shame and are just like, I don't even know where to go. Like, how do I get out from this unsurmountable right. situation? Um, but it is, it's time to manage it. And it's, there's some really easy ways to do that. Um, just, just picking at the little things. So you may feel like it's a, it's an incredible amount of pressure, but just doing little things will help you get out of there. Right. And, you know, um, I think the first thing we would recommend and always a good place to start, take a look at your income and your expenses. And what is left over after you have taken those expenses out. Um, and then 
if er, really critically thinking about, is there a way to reduce those expenses to create that extra cash where you can put that more towards credit card debt and start chipping away as it were. And so I know that that can seem impossible at first. You're like, I'm maxed out. You know, that's why I'm using my credit cards is because I don't have extra money. But you really have to go back and think critically and look at your expenses critically and say, is there something I can cut out? One area too, I mean, Michelle has some great ideas. And one thing that, you know, I personally did recently was um, I had multiple, I had cable and then streaming TV. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, first of all, one of my goals was stop watching so much TV, right? (laughs) Like, you know, just cut back on some of this and with my kids and everything. And so I actually got rid of one of them. I got rid of cable personally. And it's amazing, you know, in the in my lifestyle expense worksheet. And when I got to remove that as an expense and I got to move it over to something else. And in this case, you'd be moving it over to paying off debt, right? Every month, you're just adding that $50, $100, whatever that little line item is over to paying off the debt. And you're going to be making a conscious effort there. And also maybe doing something a little bit better for yourself. And in my case specifically, I was create, you know, taking a goal that I had and taking action to reach that goal, even if it was something very small. Right. And that small amount adds up over time, you know, like that, and not to bash the cable company, but whatever that expense may be for me was like cable was $150 a month, 150 times. Did you do the same thing? I did the same thing. Yeah. I got rid of cable because I'm like, do I need cable plus Netflix plus, you know, Apple and Disney and, you know, all these things that my kids like to watch. And what was interesting about it is when we did cut out cable, nobody's missed it, not even a little bit. And so here I think back all the years we spent this monthly because we just were like, well, that's part of our expenses and not really thought critically about whether do we need it? Do we even use it? And nobody even missed it. One of the other, um, we talked about this other tip on one of our other episodes, either for this, I think it was for the, um, the spender was notoriously at the grocery store. When you're in the checkout line, there's so much around you to buy, like so many little, right? Oh my gosh. Well, of course they're marketing for us to be standing in line waiting and pow, there is this amazing little gadget or something that I right. need there because I couldn't do without it the rest of the store. So I'm going to pick it up here. <laughs> right. But anyway, that's another place where I've noticed my conscious, my becoming more consciously aware of that spending that I don't do it now because I'm like, no, I don't need anything in this vicinity. If it's not on my list um, or if it doesn't directly, because right. sometimes I do diverge from my list. I'm not saying that I'm perfect and stick to a list, but if, if it's not within the store in the big picture of my my planning for the week with my shopping, then I'm not going to pick it up there. And those little purchases make a difference too. Absolutely. Sure. And the, I mean, that adds up. That's quite a bit. You know, I, I, I my kids, and it, this is designed purposefully this way, right? Because you're standing in line with your kids and they're like, I want the M&Ms and I want this. And we just have a rule. We don't buy anything at the checkout. Yeah. If it's something we wanted, we would have grabbed it. And, and so that saves money. So it's these little tiny tweaks that if you can go through your life and think critically about where you can make these tiny tweaks, save 25 here, save 150 there, save this and that. And that adds up 
because over a 12-month period, it becomes a substantial amount. Thousands of dollars. Thousands of dollars. And here's the thing. We're not suggesting that you should just stop all your spending, right? No. We're not like, oh, put, just put a moratorium on spending for 30, 60, 90 days. We no. know that's not it's not even fun. No, no. no I don't want to do that. It's not fair. Because I know I'm not going to no. just miraculously stop. But it's being more consciously aware of where you're spending and trimming back some of the fat, the excess, in little amounts. Like another one is, do you visit the coffee shop on a mm-hmm. daily basis, right? Or something like that. That could be a 3 4 $5 trip. Can you cut that back to, you know, twice a week? Those are ways that you can... Still engage in your in your habits and your or favorite your wants, things, right? Your wants, right? But not to overindulge and start tip, dripping away at that debt in in that way. Mm-hmm. That's a great way to start. And there's bigger things that you can do. You know, if you're in a car payment that's pretty high, maybe big interest rate on that. Think about cutting back for a while. Trade that in. Go into a lower car payment. See if you can get that into a lower um, interest rate. Maybe your house payment. I mean, right now, market rates are so crazy low. Um, can you refi? Should you refi? How much can that save you? Just And those are bigger items that you can take a look at and see if you can make some changes on. But what we're trying to do in the long run is really to get you thinking about this more actively. Because if you go ahead and refinance and you do some of these things, we don't want you then using that that keeping that same habit of, of creating more debt, right? right. Because, oh, I, I've just done this and now I'm saving. And it's it's a habit, right? This is what that is. It's a purpose. It's, it's not purpose spending. It's more habitual and emotional spending. And so if you don't address the whys of, of around those purchases and cre- how that debt got created, and if you don't spend that a little bit of time just, just, forgiving yourself for the past and moving forward to bloom into a saver or an investor or combination of that, then you will continue to stay on that same path. Right. It's habits are habits, right? They take 30 days to create. And I feel like it's much longer, much harder. Absolutely. Like, I don't know what the number is. I don't know, but it must, we should look into that. But I mean, (laughs) it's like a year. It's much harder. It's like, you know, it's easy to put on weight so hard to take it off. So what we want you to do is chip away at changing this mindset, retraining your mind, your, your way of thinking about spending money. And I've said this over and over in the other prior podcasts is I feel like, and I say it because I think it's such a good exercise. Go back, take a look at your bank statement or credit card statement, whichever you use. I mean, as for the debtor, it's going to be your credit card statements. Go back and see where you've spent that money. Figure out how you're spending it. Critically think, are your purchases necessary? And do they provide you with long-term gratification or meet your long-term needs? Or was it something that you just wanted in the moment? Because again, we talk about emotional spending. Was that an emotional spend? Was it an impulse buy? Or had you taken the time to think about whether this really will enhance your home life, your family life, your personal life? You know, some benefit, long-term benefit. Think of things, purchases as long-term benefits. I mean, obviously we're not talking about groceries, but bigger purchases. Right, right. right. Anything that's beyond your fixed expenses, right? Fixed expenses are are fixed. And you can adjust those. Like we talked about a mortgage payment or um, 
um, a car payment. Those are fixed expenses that you can shop around for your homeowners or your car insurance. Mm-hmm. Those are some of the ways you can um, you can adjust those fixed payments. And and then of course what Michelle said on anything that's you know more of a discretionary or choice purchase, right? right? Okay. And here's the thing. Whoever's out there is a dormant dinner. You're not alone. You know, obviously credit card debt is super easy to to come by. You can get a credit card at any store you go to. It's instant when you shop. You know, they they entice you, but don't be drawn into that. And remember, you're not alone. And if you want help or guidance, we're here to help you also. So, you know, you can contact us. We can certainly give you other ways and means to do that on an individual basis or uh, by all means, there's books on how to do it, but Absolutely. but kind of just don't overwhelm yourself with this process and start with little goals. You know, I am a big journaler, so I believe in taking a moment for yourself on a weekly basis, minimally, and focus on a couple goals you have for yourself. And if it's reducing debt, how you can do that this week? How can you change a few things for yourself just this week? Yeah. That'll be a great action item. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, one other tip I, I have is sometimes it's things happen in life that cause us to have to go to credit cards. Maybe it's medical bills. Yeah. All right. So some unfortunate thing happened. You now have medical bills. One thing about medical bills I want to mention is that oftentimes they are negotiable. So although you get a bill for, let's say, $300 for a child's visit to a specialist, um, you can call them up and talk to their accounting department and say, I cannot pay this. Um, I need you to provide me some reduced compromise amount. And they will most often provide some kind of either a cash discount, a payment plan, some way to help you make that. And often it is added some kind of a discounted rate. So it might be another thing to think about. But I just want to go back really quick about, you know, delay, you know, this impulse buying. Shelly and I have talked about it. And I think it's a good tip to Try to delay immediate gratification, especially on bigger purchases, but even smaller ones. Take a day, take two days to take a breath and think about whether this is something you want so badly and whether it's worth putting it on a credit card. Um, instead, take the time to save for that item so you can buy it cash. Because the, the biggest thing is going to be while you're chipping away at that credit card debt, you cannot incur more mm-hmm. unless it's, of course, an emergency and that can't be helped. But, you know, you have to make a commitment that I'm going to pay this off and I am going to do everything in my power not to continue to use that. Mm-hmm. So if there's something you want, you've decided that it's long-term benefit, it's going to be fulfilling and you want to spend the money on it, take the time to try to save up for it and buy it cash. And not go back to that habit of using that credit card to get that immediate gratification. And sometimes when you, you, you know, we wait on purchases, they kind of lose their luster. That's, that's a great way to put it. They definitely do. And say, oh my or gosh. they're gone. And then you're like, oh, uh-huh. well, what's yeah. it meant to be? <laughs> exactly. Oh, that wasn't meant to be. Right. Sometimes that doesn't feel great in the moment, but you know that it's the right, it was the right decision. So, so I would say action items would be to make a plan, right? So Say I am. I am, This is going to be something I'm going to address. Go look at your income expenses. Figure out where you can reduce um, some expenses. Go and see. Look at your credit card statements. How you are spending. See what expenses you can or purchases you can just con- 
forego in the future. Again, we're not talking about the past. We're just going to improve ourselves going forward. And I guess the other way is just, is it possible for you to increase your income? And I mean, I know that of all the things we talked about, that's going to be the hardest one. Mm -hmm. But maybe, you know, it's time to make a career move. Mm -hmm. Maybe you've developed all those skills and experience and now you are qualified for a better paying position or a new business, whatever that may be for you. Or time to ask for a raise. Ask time for, ask for a raise. Absolutely. So that can also be a trick in the bag. Yeah. And it's all of the above, right? So it's little bits of all of these things that we want you to start living a little bit more consciously around and thinking about it. And that's, you know, come back and listen to the podcast again um, if you if you need support, <laughs> because we all need support. That's why Michelle and I are here. If you listen to the first podcast, we are here to support each other and share in the community and mm-hmm. support you wherever you are. So that's right. And, you know, again, talking about changing that mindset changing that mindset from maybe you've had this laissez-faire attitude about paying for what you want, you know, not worrying about how you're really going to pay it and using those credit cards just like, because they're so easy to use and, oh, it'll just work itself out down the road. I'll pay it off somehow. We need to change that mindset, retrain our way of thinking um, and to have more of a plan for when we make purchases, exactly how we're going to pay for them, either save up Mm -hmm. or, you know, delay it. Delay it. Yeah. And, and know that it's not forever, right? You have this goal to pay something off, pay off your credit card debts and you will emerge from this and feel so much lighter. Yeah, I think so. I think that's a great way to put it. This burden that will be lifted. Mm -hmm. And so as Shelly said, please contact us if you are, need help with and um, want to discuss this further we're available you'll find our link on our facebook page and um please continue listening sign up for our newsletters we will continue to create fun questionnaires and quizzes that will help guide you along your learning path and we can share those with you as soon as they're up and running and i think that's it for this one yeah Thank you all for joining and we'll see you next week. All right. Thanks, guys. This platform is solely for informational purposes. Advisory services are only offered to clients or prospective clients where PRISM Financial Strategies and its representatives are property licensed or exempt from licensure. No advice may be rendered by PRISM Financial Strategies unless a client service agreement is in place. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult your financial advisor prior to investing. Past performance is no guarantee of future returns. As always, please remember investing involves risk and possible loss of principal capital. Please seek advice from a licensed professional. The information provided on this podcast does not and is not intended to constitute legal advice. Instead, all information, content, and materials available are for general information purposes only. Listeners should contact their attorney to obtain advice with respect to any particular legal matter. Listeners should not act or refrain from acting on the basis of information contained in this podcast without first seeking legal advice from counsel in their relevant jurisdiction. Use of and access to this podcast does not create an attorney-client relationship between the listener and Bloom Life Planning, its writers, creators, hosts, contributors, guests, or any other affiliates. All liability with respect to actions taken or not taken based on the content of this podcast are hereby expressly disclaimed.